This week on El Presidente, we have got area director Peter Gray live from the BNI UK Directors Conference. This is a great episode, and we talk all about new groups, amongst many other things. Roll the credits. Welcome to episode 11 of El Presidente. It's a special edition today because we are recording live from the BNI UK conference here in Nottingham. And we have a great guest with us today. Obviously, as usual, Chris Grimes, direct consultant launch director for Manchester South Region. And also, I've got Mr. Kelly with me. Afternoon, Chris. And also, we have Peter Gray, who's one of the uh, leading lights in our region. Do you want to say uh, good morning or good afternoon, Peter, depending on what time people are listening? Yeah, good afternoon. Here it is in Nottingham. Yeah, thanks for having me on. No worries. I like, let's jump straight into it because I know we're on limited time because we've uh, got to jump back into some training later on. But do you want to just quickly give people an idea of your <clears throat> BNI story? We love a story in BNI, so we do. Yeah. So yeah, I'm obviously in the in the Manchester region. Um, was invited along by um, a supplier of mine, which is one of the inviting strategies we talk about in BNI. But I was invited along by a supplier. Um, on for four and a half, five years ago, maybe now, um, to uh, what well, just launched. It wasn't quite a core group, but it was. It was recently launched. Came along to that, um, enjoyed the experience of the meeting. Loved the structure about the meeting. Loved uh, seeing the referrals being passed. Stood up, spoke about what I did, um, and got a referral in my first meeting. I thought this is brilliant. This is. Uh, this is this, this, this seems too easy. <laughs> Come along, tell people what you do, and then people stand up and want to spend money with you. So. So I got that referral, turned that into business, which was great. It was a nice job as well. And so then, a return straight away. Yeah, absolutely. I've already even you know put a, paid me money or joined or put an application. Anything went along, put the application in clearly because I thought this is great, and then just kept turning up every week. Didn't get another referral for about seven, eight weeks. Thought, what have I done here? I was, I was seduced. It was all the all the trick list they've got me in uh, under false pretenses. This cult that they've invited me yeah, to. Exactly, what's going on here? Exactly. So um, did that and. You know, I was talking to Dave, Dave earlier on about how you sort of come in as a as a business owner, an entrepreneur. You leave a job because you don't like and um, being told what to do, and you want to do your own thing and for your own path and all that sort of stuff. So you do that, and then all of a sudden there's these rules put upon you, and you resist them because you think, well, I know best because I'm a you know I'm, I'm a reasonably successful business person. Um, I'll just do what I think. I'll pick the bits out that I like and, and ignore the other bits, and, that, and that's what I was doing in that eight weeks. Um, didn't go on um, MSP. Somebody was talking in the, in the training here at the conference today, but they didn't go on MSP for the first, first nine year. months. Nine that? months was it? Yeah, it was a long time. I didn't do the presentation skills. I thought, why do I need to do presentation skills mm. training? I know how to pitch. I'm a double glazing salesman. I don't know anything. can tell me how to sell anything. Um, it's amazing how many people come in and almost, and I'd say this the right way, they almost think they're above the training. They almost think they can't, that's exactly what I they can't t- learn anything, don't yeah. they? Yeah. So that's exactly what I thought. Didn't so picked out the bits that I liked. I love I love accountability. I love the accountability bit of everyone having to bring something along every week and try to do that and try to bring referrals. Ever it was easy for me that in the sense that I had a business that was spending money, so I could spend that money in, within B and I. There, so I quickly succeeded at that bit. But but the work coming out the other way, I was I was struggling with the referrals to me. I was struggling with even I thought this is supposed to be give us gain. I'm putting loads of referrals in, but the rest of it I wasn't sort of having the one to ones. I wasn't doing the training. I wasn't investing the time into it. Uh, and I, it just was a bit of a light bulb moment when I when I just thought, well, there's other people. And I had chatted to people I knew already in there, Ben Griffiths who took me along and why he was succeeding at it. And it was about the relationships and 
And once I put the time into developing those relationships and following the system and the people that were doing well said to me, just just follow the system, trust it, Pete, just get in, get into the system. And, and it was almost like that clicked. Um, and then I went into, from then I went into leadership role, from the leadership role went into the regional team and now doing an area director role. And, and that's the, they're the best stories that I tell to people coming into B&I about don't resist it, you know, just, just go with the system. And if that doesn't work, come back to me, tell me it didn't work and we can talk about why it didn't work, but at least try it first. Because people come into meetings and they think, this is great, I love it, I love all the bits that work, and then and then ignore the bit that actually made them put the application in in the first place, yeah, yeah. And, and, and just get on with it. So just trust trust your, trust your first instincts when you went to that first meeting, trust the bits that you liked, follow it. Do you find that from your role, you obviously you're a member of a chapter, you've been a president, you're a DC for chapters, you're an area director, yeah. is it frequent that you hear stories similar to yours where you've got people and you can see that they're making those mistakes? I can absolutely see people that, that make the same let's call mistakes, make the same errors of judgment in coming in that think that they're no best and, and they've got a business and they've, they've done well for themselves. And it's almost frustrating because you, you and because I sit them down and tell them, if somebody told me that in the first couple of weeks, I'd, I'd, I'd probably just ignored it and thought, what do they know, I know better. And it, and it, it frustrates me when you see people uh, that come in and want to do that. You want, you want people to come in, embrace the system, trust it, listen to people that are, you know, uh, being successful and I'd encourage new members to to look at the, the members that they see in their chapter that, that are clearly doing well out of A and I, and get the one to one with them. Don't don't start with the ones that are struggling because you'll always get dragged down to the lowest common denominator, don't you? So speak to the people that are doing well and understand why they're doing well. And I'll guarantee you, the people who are doing well will be the ones that are that are following the system and, and, and embraced it fully. Guarantee you. Why, why do you think people make being you know, difficult? Just for the reasons that I've said that they don't like people don't like having rules. Put on them, and there are there are you know there is accountability within BNI, and that's what separates us from other networking um, groups. So some people love that until it's they say they like accountability until it's put on them, and then they resist it. So that, that that's probably the the bit that people like, and you hear it, don't you? Or that BNI thing where they where they where they make you do stuff and they force you to. Do Nobody's getting forced to anything. Nobody forces you to get up and go to a BNI meeting. It's just that once you make that commitment, you're committing to everyone else in the room. No, but I think one of the talks we, we heard this morning, I think sometimes you have a few light bulb moments, don't you, when you hear other people who've been lifelong BNI members, is that, and I always say to my group, take, take, take the BNI badge off. Like, you know, BNI give us a system, but stop. I think what always annoys me is probably the most frustrating thing ever is, and I bang my head against a brick wall about it, is everyone blames BNI. And, and it's yeah, like, it's, it's, yeah. it's yourself, mate, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or, or lady, do you know what I mean? It's like... Quite often I think it's about, it's trying to get them to understand it and the more you try to tell somebody and you get frustrated with them, it, it has the, the opposite effect, I think. Have, have you had any experiences where you've, you've found a way to help them to understand that it, it, it's them that needs to help themselves before you can actually help them? Yeah, I mean, we just, we just sat through a, 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 a launch training session at the conference with Simon Finn. He's coming on later. He's doing one later, yeah, that would be good. With his Irish accent, I don't ever understand him. Um, <laughs> but one of the things he was just talking about there, and I wrote it down, yeah, there's a thin line between dictated and motivated business owners, because you're trying to, you're trying to so true. bring people in, show them how it's going to work, but they don't, nobody likes being dictated to, nobody likes, likes, likes that. It's probably one of the main reasons why people will work for themselves. And it is very, very difficult to, to find that find that balance between helping people and it is all done through help and once again people come in initially and think oh they're trying to make money out of them they're trying to do me a hard sell is it, a, is it like a t- selling a timeshare this do I have to sit here until I agree to no it's not nobody has to be here 
Um, and once you understand and embrace BNI, you know that all the people um, are trying to help you. I mean, it's so evident here at this at the conference. It's, it's like people trying to help you on, you know, overload. It's like yeah, you know, yeah. just in a few conversations we've already all had with people. So, I think for me though, I think I've been a consultant for various businesses and over the years, and, and sat with a lot of different types of business owners. The one thing I see from every single business owner who's a, sometimes small to medium-sized business, sometimes a larger business is they lack any accountability to anyone. And the one, the people who succeed in life, and you look at every successful person in the world who's gone on to be a millionaire, billionaire, they've had a mentor, they've had somebody that they, uh, they're accountable to. And I see it time and time and time again that when business owners are not accountable to anybody, they, they, they fall into really bad habits and they start telling themselves that they're not doing anything wrong as everyone else and they, and they, and they, and they fall into a, a trap and then trying then to help them out of that trap you almost taking them back to school again in essence and they don't like that and I think that's where the B&I thing that's where sometimes B&I clashes with certain business owners because I think that like you said, they, they want it. They want. They, they sit there and go, "I want to be helped." It's like the alcoholic who comes to the, to the an AA meeting and goes, "I know I'm an alcoholic, but doesn't really think he's an alcoholic in his head. He's just there because his missus has told him to be there." The business owner who comes because he knows he needs to get new business, but does he really want to? Does he really want new? Do you know what I mean? New business, and that's that's. Does he really want to improve himself? Does he really want to take it forward? It's like it kind of goes back to how much you want it, and that's that's sometimes my. Frustration is. I think uh, uh, the BNI gives you an accountability to any person, any business owner, and also you're not only accountable to the to the, the people in the in the group. You're accountable to a region because the better we do as a region, like you always say, don't you? The better we do as a, a country, a, 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 a global business, it will come back down to you as a, exponentially. And that's why I. What attracted me, I suppose, to BNI, why I, why I had an, an immediate synergy to it when I, when I sat in meetings and saw the accountability. I love accountability. I, I, it's at the core of everything that I do, both in work and other things, and other things that I'm involved in. You, you guys know I'm involved in a lot of a lot of things outside of outside of my business, and it's but it all in everything that I do it boils back down to accountability. Nothing will improve, nothing will will drive growth, nothing will be able to be managed if you don't have that accountability mm. in there. And it doesn't have to be huge. You know, it's not always big stuff. It's not always huge accountability, but you've got to be hold yourself accountable. And, it, and it's like you just said, if you've got somebody. Well, you're accountable in anything you do, that's great. In BNI terms, it's your chapter. You're accountable to your, in the first instance, the other to the members. Why should they try for you if you're not trying for them? And, and once you've got to, just got to embrace that. So if we bring it back to BNI, when we talk about the system involved with BNI, I say to generally to, to core groups all the time on people that are wanting to get involved in BNI, it's not complicated, no matter what people on the outside think. There's four things that you need to do to be successful in BNI. Just go along to the meetings, have regular one-to-ones with your members, your fellow members, go on the training workshops and bring visitors to meetings. Would you say there's anything other that people should bear in mind in terms of BNI, or is it really that simple? You're not far wrong there, Dave, no, is it? When you boil it down to the basics, yeah, absolutely. It's about relationships. It's all about relationships. Everything else will will follow, and that commitment, you know, if you make the commitment, and again, we were talking earlier about something else, and it's not the financial commitment to BNI, it's a financial commitment to anything we do, whether at a golf club, whether at a... You know, doing marketing activity, anything, even being alcoholic, take back to you, 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 even drinking every day has a cost to it. Of course it is. Um, but 
it's it's that commitment to um, to what to what you do, and if you put bring that commitment to the group, you'll, you'll bounce to succeed. Yeah, and if you want him to be a success, you've got to do those. You've got, you've got to, those foundations have got to be in place. Yeah. With the people that you're talking about that you you get frustrated with because they're not necessarily helping themselves, and they could be doing much much better. They could be getting the results that they want if they put a little bit more in. Is there a common thing that goes along with that that you think they could always change? I mean, I, I always talk about um, using gains profiles when you're having one-to-ones. Any member that comes to me and says, I'm maybe not renewed within BNI because I'm not getting enough business, the underlying thing all the time is if they are even having one-to-ones, they are not using the gains profile. If I ask the question, I was speaking to somebody today and he was saying, how can I get across to my members in my region? And this is a guy from Devon. How can I get across to members in my region that aren't getting enough business? How they can help themselves. And I ask anybody that says they're struggling a little bit, ask them one question. I say, if I could introduce you to one person right now that would change your life, change your business, who would it be? And every time, if they're struggling, it's, um, oh, you've put me on the spot now. And I could name him straight away. And anybody, or generally, people that are doing very well in BNI, they would know that straight away. But if you don't know who you want to be introduced to, how can I introduce you to them? Or if you don't know who would help you, how can I help you? Yeah, I mean, when I when I do, I do a lot of business orientations as well with people after meetings at my own chapter, and when I visit other other chapters, I like doing it. And um, one of the things that we that we talk about in there is is not the um, not the cost of the membership; it's about the um, you know the commitment, mm. and it's, it just goes back to what you, what you're saying there. If if and the other thing we talk about, sorry, I went off a bit of tangent. The other thing we talk about is um, we teach how to do agains against profile and that's not us teaching you to come in and have a meeting with somebody we're not putting you a business on you're a salesperson you're, you're, you're senior in your business we all know how to have meetings how to have a coffee with people but it's about training them into have that absolute you know, to get the um, maximum I think the, the difference is and I, I challenge this to anybody and it's again I relate it back to personal training when a when personal trainer goes away and says this week I want, I want you to write down and we've done it recently with got a few business owners I want you to write down, it's a great exercise for anyone to do this, I want you to write down everything you eat this week. Because like the person who goes, I don't know why I'm fat, and I go... I'm doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't know oh why... I've not got enough paper. I don't, I, don't know why, I don't know why I'm not losing weight. I don't know why I'm not losing weight. I don't really eat that much, yeah. right? And, and so, so the, the same accounts to B&I, because I always say to someone, I want you to go away and... Every meeting you have this week, I want you to come out of it and say, here's what I got out of that meeting. Here's the actions that I got out of it. And I, get, I guarantee you now that most people walk out of meetings, not one, not got what they wanted out of it in the first place, still got questions that they need to ask because they're not prepped properly for the meeting. And that's what I think Gaines gives you. It gives you, again, that structure to make sure that you cover all the points in the meeting. It's outcome. It's all about it's outcome. outcome. Pe- pe- yeah. People in my business that work, that work with me, I drive them mad with it because all I talk about is outcome. I don't want all the... We can talk for ages. We can sit there and get comfy and have a coffee and sit around and say, "Well, what are we trying to achieve? What's the outcome we're going to, we want? Mm-hmm. What's the outcome we're going to get?" And then review the outcome we actually got. Does it make the boat go faster? Does it make the boat go faster? Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Yeah, all about for me. Yeah. Uh, so, would you say of the core values of BNA accountability is the? I'm not going to say the most important one, but the one that resonates the most with you. 100% resonates the most with me. I mean, I know we talk about givers gain, and it's it's that's a, that's an inbuilt givers gain is almost inbuilt in everybody. Yeah. It's just that BNA. Come up with that phrase um, and, and use it, and it's and it's great. And of course, we all buy into it. And um, but for me, the only thing that will make it work 
is the accountability and that's that's across anything in life not just just being nice so absolutely 100% my favorite core value of the seven 100% number one accountability I actually know from my experience from being the president of a group and also doing orientations within groups and with core groups that early on in my, my days within BNI I used to try to get away from the the standards that we have in our chapters and the charters that we have because I thought it would put people off whereas now I've definitely come around to the thinking that it's really really important to get that message across to people coming in because you don't want to bring somebody in that is going to be scared of accountability if you talk about the accountability serious business people are going to love that because they're going to they're going to have been involved in other networking groups or attended events had great conversations with people we're talking about this before where you've got somebody you can do lots of business with or they say they're going to introduce you to whoever and then you never ever see them again because you just met them at a random event there's no reason for them to introduce you whereas within BNI you can have a chat with somebody they can say I know this person I'm going to introduce you and if they don't introduce you the next week you're going to be saying you're going to see you next week you say have you made the introduction for me yet and you know you know that it's going to happen and one thing that's definitely come of, of today so far is that everybody that I've spoken to everybody's genuinely trying to help each other yeah. and making introductions I've seen people that, that have said there's somebody here, one of our other DCs in our region, would love to talk to you. Let me introduce you right now and walk to them over to, to be introduced. And I think that's what everybody within BNI lives and breathes by that, especially when you're looking at the, the regional level. And again, anybody that's listening, we've spoken previously about anybody that is interested in getting involved on the regional team and having that higher level of networking. This is the first national com com conference I've been to, but I've seen it firsthand already. Mm. And it is just a higher level high level of networking if you know who you want to be introduced to and you, well, you got the you're best, in a good you got business the best givers in the whole country it's like when yeah. I went to the global conference I mean it was it was absolutely you, you don't really I think when you go to global and you should come to global in Poland I think when you go that and you see I think there's 4,000 people in the room and, and genuinely only every one of those but I mean there was I, I dread to think not dread to think uh, it excites me to think should I say the amount of business that got done at that B&I that being a global conference, it was frightening, and also I subsequently that I got invited to go on the um, global power team. At the time, I, I just couldn't commit the time to the, go on the global power team, and also my business didn't really fit at the time. But as I'm just about to launch a new product, that I will definitely be going on that global power team because again, the amount of business that was passed on global power team was absolutely sensational. The one thing I wanted to speak to you about is obviously you've done president, direct consultant, launch. Which is the most difficult? Definitely launch. Definitely launch. President's easy bit, isn't it? President's a bit, just putting a bit of a show on every week and standing up and having and delivering a a meeting that, that people the greatest show the greatest show yeah. Um, so I, I enjoyed that the most. That's what it's um, the most difficult is definitely without, without what what, what what was your what was your biggest challenges at launch? Because we launched same time as you, didn't we? First of the time, yeah. yeah. Beyond and, and I helped launch a group called Altitude, and um, I think it's. Some of the things we spoke about, dragging people, and it did feel like a bit of a drag at times, in respect to the people in some great people in that chapter, dragging them to um, to understand the BNI culture, and and culture is, is is the word with with a with a new launch group. I think you've got to get that culture in early, and the experience I've, I've found through that is is probably around getting the right founder members um, right right early on, and not trying to start the next stage of the launch process without having those founder members right. I think you've got them. You're then pushing people along rather than dragging them along. Yeah. Uh, and I think you know we had a little bit of that halfway through with, with, with that group. So that was probably the biggest challenge. And again, holding people accountable because you want to get to the number as quick as you can. You want to get to that launch number. You're probably letting people in 
to, to make the numbers up so you can say I'm, I made it towards the target and, and I think perhaps being a little bit, being a little so, bit stronger with So in- interesting question when I've got, we got Will coming on Will Haggerty who launched just launched a big Hall of Fame chapter at 35 did it it's done it slightly differently than what the manual says that you should do and what you, you would get in Simon's training is that he probably sponsored a lot of the members in that, that group and even though he's not going to be the president and I remember sitting down with you guys at the at regional and we obviously we, we we just launched a group me and Dave and Hale and I think I sponsored one member in that and I never I probably invited two or three visitors the whole time um, do you see the difference because I could I, I, I honestly think if the rule was and we'll have a debate about this with Will later on to be fair about if I, I could launch another group in four or five weeks if I could be the one that drove over the visitors, but do you think there's longevity in a group that potentially then doesn't go on to invite visitors in the future? Yeah, I mean, the sort of a best analogy probably is if you're bringing, bringing your child up. You did everything for your child all the way through till they were 18 or 21 and then sent them out the door, they couldn't do anything. You've got to show them how to how to do it and they've got to give them responsibility and, and let them take some commitment to what, what they're doing. And I think that's that's going to be, got to be healthier long-term for the chapter. Um, you doing that and, and, and pulling them along and pushing them along at the same time. Because I don't know if you remember when me and Dave sat when we were at, I think, 16 and we were going through that pain point of, I think we were stuck at 16 for nearly two months, weren't we? And then it's really funny, it kind of just clicked into place in the last, got over 20 and then it's, they're just like a different group now, aren't they? Yeah, the the excitement and the drive that they've all got and they're all pushing for each other is fantastic. And even I think when the finish line's in sight, it's a bit like people doing a marathon. Not that I've ever run a marathon, obviously. <laughs> I've had a few in time, but... Uh, <laughs> um, oh. like doing a marathon. They're knackered, aren't they? They start off all fresh, they get through that, and then that last bit, they get an extra sort of spurt at the end yeah. when they see the finishing line and they hear everyone cheering because they're nearly there. And it's the same with launching a chapter, I guess, as the, as the members sort of get there, particularly those, the founder members and the people that have been there from the beginning. They have that, like, they, they give themselves a breather in the middle because the newer members come in and do an invited, and then everybody has that big push at the end, and that's, I think that's what you experience there when you're talking about Yes, my, from my point of view, it's important to me that the groups are successful long term. So I'm not really interested in just being a launch director to get as many groups launched as I can for them to fail. It's important to me that I'm building those relationships with those people, and that six months down the line, if a group's failing, they're not thinking of me like what has he sold me a dream because I'm leading the information meetings and telling them this, that, and the other, and how they can be successful. So from my point of view, it's I think it's definitely about getting the right people in at the start, educating them on how it can help their business if they are the ones pushing the group. I guarantee, I could tell you right now who the, the driving people are within Airport City that we're just launching. And again, I guarantee that they will be the ones that are getting the most business quickly because they've got credibility from everybody in that room because they've done so much. We've got one lady there and she's invited over 40 visitors during the core phase just in the last few months, which is amazing. And you can just see the respect that she, she's got in that room. And everybody else had an opportunity to, to have that level of respect and not everybody has as, uh, as, as taking it on. And I think from your point of view, your support, and myself, I've watched chapters, you know, you're doing, we spoke before about visibility and credibility and that giving you more business. For, yes, we all love helping people. We're also in BNI for more business. Yeah. We don't talk necessarily talk about that, but, but you, to go back to the point you just made about if you launch groups with not the best members and, and your credibility gets then gets actually gets damaged yeah. in that group, you know, I guess you're doing, you've done more and more business every year because you're gaining credibility across the region every year with more and more people as, as that as that region grows, and that's that's not a coincidence. That's a direct result of that. Yeah. So if you don't do that properly, 
which is, you know, I think what we're talking about, then that, that could work conversely, and that's mm. not what we want, that's not what anyone's want. I think it speaks obviously highly of the work that you do in the region, when I know you, you've had, up until about a month ago, you'd had work from six out of the seven launch chapters that we have, is it still six? Or is it now seven? Is it only beyond that you've got? There's only beyond, and that's my that's my fault, not Beyond's fault, because I've not. Um, it's not a chapter that I look after, and I've not visited yeah. Beyond yet. But I'm, I'm looking at changing that very, very soon. Not necessarily just to come and get some work, of course, from Beyond. No, but I do I develop do, relationships in that. No, room. but I do think there is work yeah. in there for you. I do, I do, I do think there is work in there for you. And I think that's another thing is that people don't. Yeah, but at the, well, at the same time, all of the other chapters you haven't done lots and lots and lots of work with, but you've developed the credibility, and you think about you were heavily involved in Altitude, which is a new group. You weren't involved in Beyond, which is a new group. So the members of Beyond haven't had the time to build the relationships with the rest of the region to have you in, sort of integrated into their network, I think. So I think it's probably a matter of time. But even the other groups, the ones that have been going long term, how often do you get work or opportunities from people that you've never ever met just because you do a, a really good job regionally? Yeah, because you've got good visibility. Yeah. Yeah. The, listen, there's no coincidence that I've as I said before, I've been, been out it four and a half years and as I went to the leadership team, President, and then on to um, became an ambassador. Then I became a director, consultant, and then a director. There's, as that has progressed, so was the business I've done in BNI every year. And that can't be can a coincidence, but it, it, I very much doubt it. It's more because of the work and effort. And, I, and I've not gone in chasing work for any of these people. I've gone in genuinely to help people. Andy Gorman, our ED, is his philosophy is does it help make the members make more money? Um, and I help deliver that philosophy into those chapters and and. My, my will it make the boat go faster that I always caught the, the, the book that, I, that, I, that was a bit life changing for my business it is um, a great book you know, it, it, I read it after uh, you told me about it before Andy spoke about it at the, at the regional yeah. and um, I read it on Blinklist actually I read it really quickly so yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not my attention span's yeah. not the greatest and I have it on order book in the car to fill in the bits yeah. but we, I quote it all the time now, don't I? Yeah. Um, when, I'm, when I'm sat down with it, absolutely. I think a really good, really good story is when we, we had a one-to-one about a month ago, yeah. and whilst you were sat there, you, you actually said to me, oh, I've just had some work from Chris, and he's not even phoned me and, and told me about this job that he's done, and he's had all these windows put in, and I said, oh, he's not even mentioned that to me. He said, yeah, he must have just phoned the office, and it's probably better I don't get involved, because you know, the business will it'll just run anyway. Yeah. And it was actually a member from my chapter, wasn't it? Just just actually it. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And you weren't even aware of the work coming in. But I still just... don't think he's even put that on as a referral, actually. But right. yeah, he's, had, okay. he's had the job now. But yeah, yeah, absolutely fantastic. And that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. I draw, I, I, like a, a, a stunt, a story about how B&I actually thinks that would convert deals. So I'd been looking for a gardener for ages, ages, because and there, there's a couple that didn't turn up. Anyway, someone I'd put it on Facebook. And I'd, I'd gone on to the. Um, being I connect and I come, I come, for some reason it wasn't working that day and, I, and my missus was on it and I'm so I thought oh, do you know what? I'll just put a, a, a thing out on Facebook it's going to recommend the garden anyway someone put me in contact with this uh, local guy and um, he rocks up and he has a being I badge on I was like are you being I mate he's like yeah do you know what? he was like um, I, I'm in the Wimslow chapter I was like no way you're in the Wimslow chapter he was like yeah he was like and the first thing he said to me, honestly, the first words I remember, no word of a lie, I'm not, I'm not, you know, like, this is word for word, he went, B&I changed my life. So he said, I said, really? He was like, yeah, yeah, he was like, I've won my two biggest contracts ever through B&I, after, it being, after me being the worst member for the first five or six weeks, he was like, just didn't really like it, didn't like getting up and speaking, and then penny dropped, and I got my two biggest contracts, and now he's 
he's uh, looking at going on the regional team in, in Cheshire and stuff like that. So, yeah, there's just some fantastic stories about people like that. It has changed their life, changed their working environment, changed their family lives because they could change jobs and launch their own businesses, which has led them to. It's not always about making more money, it's allowing them to, yeah. to fulfill what they're trying to fulfill. And, and I know. Personally, know there's people that I would call friends, at least 10 people that that's, that's been the case. I know, you know, 30, 40, 50 people that, that, that I know about, but these are people who are close to me now, who are friends through BNI. It's changed their business, allowed them to achieve what they wanted to achieve by being in that's, And that's, as I say, they're not stories that I hear about, they're first hand people who are friends who are yeah. to do that. So, coming to a close, we, we, gen, we generally ask the influential people that we've got. Um, in the region or across BNI when they come onto the podcast. If there was one top tip that you could give out to anybody listening to this that, that may or, that, you know, everybody's always looking for more opportunities, is, if there's, is there one thing that you would advise people to do or do better that would have a, an impact on the amount of business that they generate within BNI? Yeah, can I give two bits of advice? You yeah, can. Be yeah. greedy. So to new members, going back to where I started um, talking at the beginning of this podcast really, it's Trust the system. Just believe me. Use my example. Speak to other people. We'll give you examples. Trust the system. Get you onto one in with with this, what appear to be successful members. Don't pick the bits that you think look okay. Just trust the system. Do it. Embrace it. Then after twelve months, sit down with somebody on your leadership team or or your, or your DC or somebody and say what well, it did or it didn't work for me and we can go through why that didn't work. So that's tip number one for new members. For existing members that maybe are into sort of two second or third year of B and I and they're obviously. It's working to a fashion for them because they're into second or third year. Look at getting involved with the regional team. Mm. Look at do 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 more across the region because you will guarantee to get to get more Your work exposure. Will be. And then who knows? You end up places like this where there's, uh, there's people just literally falling over themselves to to help you get more business. And have you got a dream referral at the moment that if people are listening, they could potentially introduce you to? Um, so I'm doing my feature presentation um, tomorrow. I've been, which is a real privilege for me in the in the in the meeting here with over 100 people. There, but I'll ask for one that I ask regularly for in my chapter, and it's uh, Max Henderson at Henderson Homes in Warrington. Will be a, a great referral for me. He's a house builder. So if anyone can make that introduction, that would be absolutely fantastic. Thanks, Pete. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. I know you're an avid listener of the uh, the podcast, absolutely. so it's great to have you on. And uh, I'll see you soon. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys.